there's some things that are absolutely unfucking believable. Gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the best movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Porches. We're a tiny bit late, but we're back. And I'm joined, as always, by Matt Smith. I had the vapors. Matt had the vapors yesterday. <laughs> no, look, look. Uh, explain. I've been very busy. Explain yourself, Lucy. Explain yourself. <laughs> been, ah, Ricky. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been very... Uh, I don't know. Very busy. Then and I, uh, then I, I apparently uh, forgot to eat all day yesterday between seven and like eight ish in the, <laughs> seven in the morning. And it, I'm not so fat that I eat like within every hour, <laughs> but like 7 a.m. <laughs> if I'm eat. not eating at the top of the hour, <laughs> shit is going down. And so like I, no, I was driving <laughs> home and I and I uh, was like, holy fuck, I'm like getting a little lightheaded here what the fuck is going on? Like <laughs> I, I start setting up to record. I'm like, Holy fuck, man. I have not eaten since, uh, since uh, over, over 12 hours ago. So, uh, anyway, I had to run and grab food, but, uh, like, you know, we had both of us had early mornings this morning and said, fuck it. We'll just put out the episode late because, uh, we can always blame my stupid shit, which is, which is the typical excuses. Like Matt, uh, has done something that has postponed us, uh, because he's really fucking poor at planning things. Uh, well, don't but, worry. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be for shit tomorrow. So, like, I mean, I, I just already know it. There's, <laughs> there's like, there's a like, there's a dog in my future because like I'm going straight to work because they're like I'm going to this place to uh you know where they like I guess board dogs or whatever. And so, like, they're going to, like, surround me with animals <laughs> and then be like, which one of these do you prefer, sire? Now pay us money. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, yeah, I'm probably not going to get sleep for the next three days even. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, you know, uh, that's what, like, uh, next week is for. Sure. Why not? It's what next week is for. Uh, I do want to. I do want to say for those uh, start out the start out the show pretty hard here. Mm-hmm. Uh, our our intrepid and always uh, eager listener uh, Marty uh-huh. has uh, has uh, been tweeting with me about uh, a certain film series that we notoriously have not watched. Oh, anymore. sweet baby Jesus! Why 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 would you do what you did? Go uh, ahead. And tell so him. I've told him. Jesus, it's. Because I do hate myself, clearly. Uh, but, but I, I, I all I want to say two things. So first <laughs> off, I've told him that I will, sometime next week, in preparation for not next week's show, 
but the week after, so in two weeks, watch the entirety of the Twilight series. I will not be partaking in this because I want to live. Well, you know, we had that discussion uh, when we were talking about Mr. Holmes uh, about Bill Condon's weird-ass career as a filmmaker, yep. and he he directed the last uh, th- three of those? Two? At least two, two to three. At least the last two, I know. Maybe the third. In any case... Uh, you know I'm in it because of the weird-ass baby shit that, that has to go down in that final thing. Yeah, right? something about there's a um, weird vampire I, baby I, that he wants to fuck or something? Uh, I don't fucking know. We'll find, uh, I is, guess is you'll find a, out. I was about to say we'll find out, but you're, I I'm think, not. I think you're thinking of a Serbian film. Uh, Maybe. But, I don't know. In any case, uh, like, I'm not a guy who, like, I can't just watch the, like, a second half of the last part of something. <laughs> you're a nerd welcome so uh so i'm gonna fucking power through it man the second thing i want to say about it is i will i will be live tweeting while i watch it um and i will announce on twitter when i'm going to uh so if you're not following me on twitter and you want to follow me uh you're welcome to it's at matt underscore boyd underscore smith uh just know that i will not be mocking the film i'm not watching it uh, to to like try to cinematic Titanic it or any of that shit, right? Uh, I don't know why I used the non-popular one to, t- <laughs> to yeah. tell people what I would be not The ones doing. that don't do it to those types of movies. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, no, I will not be like uh, Mystery Science Theatering it or anything like that. Uh, I mean, don't you can expect possibly snide comments. Uh, notoriously, my only comment about the first film while I was watching it. Uh, Need more boobs. What, well, it, it was, <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is this sparkly shit? Uh, I got to the so, point. I got to the point. I tried to watch the first one. I got to the point where like he like pushes her out of the way of a van or some fucking shit. And then I was just it, like, I'm done with this garbage. Yeah. Well, and that's fairly I mean, early look, on I, in the movie. I, uh, I can't really talk about the specifics, but I just saw a film uh, in my capacity as a, as a uh, festival screener, and uh, I guarantee all of the Twilight movies are better than that one. So, you know, mm. I, I guarantee. So, so join me for that. And, join uh, us, won't you? Well, him. But, I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you can just also, if you don't feel like uh, following me on Twitter, you can just listen uh, to what I have to say about the experience on the show in two weeks. Uh, so. You know, it, it just enjoy Matt's movie version of In the Mouth of Madness. Uh, that's kind of, you know, maybe I'll even, like, uh, get into a little cosplay. Oh, uh, Lord. No, I mean, like, I'll dress like Sam Neill in that movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, padded room. Anyway, you know. uh, how's, how's your week been? Uh, you know, good. It's been it's been filled with uh, movies and stuff. I got to see um, what was the movie we were talking about that I was going to go see last. I'm telling you, it's everything is cramming together. It's late night when we're recording. When this. you went for the one you went to for uh, back alley. Was, yeah, what the fuck was the name of that goddamn film? Jay's going to punch me. Thank God yeah. he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, I don't know. You're the one that did. I don't remember. I think I made book on it. Huh? Yeah, there's an event. I did it something. I know I'm going to go see the tribe soon. I know that's a thing. I don't remember. Yeah, I missed it. What the fuck? I don't know. Whatever it was called. It was good. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to pull up your Facebook. Um, so essentially, uh, it, it's kind of like a throwback. Um, I, I likened it to, um, 
what do you call it there? It, it was there was a little bit of Sam Raimi in it. There was a little bit of Ty West in it. Uh-huh. Uh, so it, it takes place uh, somewhere in the I guess seventies to eighties, somewhere in that neighborhood. You don't really get a date as to when things are, uh, but this um, th- this couple is has uh, their their son has died and they moved to a cabin or whatever. And we're um, still here. We're still here. That's the name of it. <laughs> yes, familiar title. You know, it's a, it kind of you know jumps out at you. Um, but they moved to this uh, this kind of uh, abandoned house and whatever. This house may have some history and stuff. The townsfolk are a little bit strange. Uh, and they bring in their hippy-dippy friends to kind of, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> perform a seance or something. And some shit goes down. Uh, it, it's interesting. I, I'll definitely be watching it again. Uh, but a recommendation, we're, we are still here. Not we're still here. We are still here. Fuck contractions. <laughs> Yeah, why make it uh, any anything that people would actually say? Yeah. Um, other <laughs> than that, I I feel like I've watched something, but I I, I at this point I don't know. I'm barreling well, through. I'm almost at the end of somethings. Yeah, I'm almost at the end of. Uh, well, we're already jumping into my what you've been watching because that'll be it. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. I'm uh, I'm almost at the end of uh, bashing all through Seinfeld. I think I just am like. Uh, fourth away through season eight so mm-hmm. banging it out banging it out um other than that i don't know okay so uh because we didn't announce it at the top of the show so today we're going to be reviewing three movies and if this doesn't get a billion downloads i just may kill myself uh <laughs> so today we're going to be well, re- don't. otherwise no one will find out what happens to my twilight <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have the password uh <laughs> so um we're gonna um, Oh yeah, so we're going to be reviewing uh, Southpaw, Pixels, and Paper Towns uh, this week. So uh, three big movies that uh, did they did any of these movies make anything at the box office? Pixels opened right under Ant Man. Okay, I and that, I think they 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 I think. called that a resounding disappointment as far as numbers uh, well, go. Well, I mean, it was Pixels. Well, uh, we'll it was. It actually almost made as much did you we'll talk about it when we get into it did you see did you see the video review that everybody was fucking up in arms about about the about pixels oh the guy that uh like, goes, was was really really movie bob or whatever we're gonna, his name yeah is. we're gonna talk about that motherfucker yeah because i got things yeah. to say uh so yeah we're gonna be reviewing that all review those is somewhat funny i will say that about it but we can we can hash it out all right because i have not great things to talk about I think. okay all right well uh matt you you since since i've kind of given a very truncated version what have you been watching as of late uh well um this week i've b- basically been rounding out the semester and doing a whole bunch of work before i go on vacation this weekend uh so not that much um i did however, i'll see you next week everybody <laughs> Well, I did, however, sit down with uh, one of the Criterion discs that I bought, uh, Valerie and Her Week of Wonders, um, which is a uh, Czech film from the 1970s, I think. It's Yeah, it's definitely 70s. But uh, it's it's like this weird-ass hallucinogenic uh, fairy tale, um, dark fairy tale. It's really good. I don't want to say anything about it because I'm not even that sure that I uh, know what in the hell happened. It's gorgeous, um, but it is kind of like a weird dreamlike uh, film. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, things just kind of anarchically happen in it. So it's going to take another couple of viewings, I think, before I have a sense of everything. But uh, that disc looks fucking gorgeous. And apparently that movie has been 
uh, on everyone's list of of must uh, see kind of discs. Uh, so I'm glad that Criterion put it out. It's uh, it's hell of a disc. I'll say that. Uh, and that, that's kind of it. Uh, I mean, mostly what I've been watching you uh, saw online is. Uh, I've been just going through all of the features on the Panic Room disc, like it's 2003 again. It's good shit, and uh, it is dude, really good, dude. I would, I would put on like, uh, there's nothing, and not to say that it's like a oh, oh put you to sleep kind of deal. I'll put venture commentaries on and go to sleep to them. I mean, because just because it's fucking interesting, and I just like and then well, I did pick not up, listen to the commentary. And pick up the last uh, time when you go on the, the 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 time after, you know, when you but. Uh, but we were like, like this thing I've been co-writing has a lot to do with like, uh, like previs technology and its effect on construction of, uh, action and spectacle scenes in modern films. You animal. Uh, and, and so, uh, yeah, I just watched all of that shit a lot to like transcribe some things. And, uh, it is, it's pretty intense watching Fincher, like give very pointed directions to people like his pre-production partners yeah about like no this angle needs to pan up a little more like uh i don't know man but uh one of just that exacting details it's like i was telling you online one of the best things i love is when they're scouting locations and he's talking about where he wants to see stuff on the street and stuff and this is for a scene that you see for maybe 15 seconds if that much and he's looking he's just like i want the cars lined down on this road i want this color this color and this color i don't want to see any cars of this color this color or that color because it's going to mess with the color scheme of what i'm trying to do here that's how like specific and precise he is with everything that he does but i so so anyway uh there's a great real quick there's a great bit in um in like just a a quick shot for um in zodiac Mm-hmm. Where Jake Gyllenhaal is throwing like a like a letter or something onto the passenger side seat of a car, yep. And they shot that thing so many times, him like literally, not even just like an insert shot, but Gyllenhaal himself throwing down this thing every time. And they're like, we must have done that take thirty times. He just wanted yeah. it to fall in just the right fucking way. Yeah, it's it's really crazy to like. Uh think about David Fincher as a filmmaker. He, he is, uh, definitely a lot like Hitchcock, I think in many ways, uh, like just this very exact vision for what he wants to happen in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. Um, which is a point that I did not make, uh, off the cuff. It's a point that's been made to me by, by someone. Well, I would, uh, I would say probably who, uh, who has who has a forthcoming book on David Fincher. Um, so she knows far more about him and his relationship to filmmaking than I do. But, uh, you know, I also watched, uh, like this, uh, Sidney Lumet, uh, documentary, Mm -hmm. uh, recently. Um, and, uh, it's weird because like, I think about David Fincher and then I think about directors like, uh, like him and like when he shot, uh, dog day afternoon, basically, uh, he, he just had everybody sh- like he didn't care about the color scheme because he just wanted to look like people were on- amassing on the streets like it had actually happened because yeah. it did. Right. Um, and uh, like so every actor in that movie just showed up in their own clothes. Today I walked in and uh, and all okay. the cars were just like the cars that people had. Right. Uh, and so it was just this like. There's no if you and it's true if you watch that movie there's no like color scheme or coordination to anything it's just 
like here's some people in some shitty looking clothes maybe uh, on camera, right? Yeah. Because as we all know, certain colors are not super great on film, green, 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 right? But uh, yeah, just thinking about the different processes and how like you still wind, wind up with magic somehow is uh, pretty nuts. Yeah. But that, that three disc uh, Panacrim set was well worth my 99 cents plus 395 shipping. 99 cents. I think I paid full <laughs> retail for that when it came out. Yeah, it's good to. Of course, I've got years of watching shit. it, so <laughs> it's, it's good to be an ignorant shit for a decade. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's. I don't know if the proper releases ever come out on Blu-ray because, like, I like initially it came out as a super bit, then it came out as a three disc, and I think the regular DVD is just very lackluster from memory. They're. Uh, Anything other than the three disc is has nothing on it. Almost it's fucking stupid. What what the fuck is wrong with you, uh, fucking Columbia? Well, it's Sony. Yeah, which is go. what's wrong with them. Dumb, dumb, dumber. Anyway, anyhow. Uh, so that's that's it. I've been watching fucking special features of bullshit. <laughs> All right. So uh, what what do you want to do first? Uh, well, you know, let's let's go on and uh, talk about pixels. All right. So we'll 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 rock some pixels here. Let me pick the right trailer. All right, here is the uh, trailer for our first new release review. <sighs> Pixels. <laughs> In 1982, NASA launched a time capsule into space containing examples of our life and culture in hopes of contacting extraterrestrial life. Unfortunately, the message was taken the wrong way. I believe that some alien life force sent down real-life video games to attack us. That makes sense. We've never faced a threat like this before. We need video game expertise. These guys were champions back in 82. Sam Brenner, Pac-Man world champion. What's up? Ludlow Lemonsoft, Master of Centipede. Also known as your worst nightmare! Eddie Plant, King of Donkey Kong. <laughs> Please find the pattern and anticipate! I don't know the pattern! Shoot for the head! You're welcome. You got that on your face. The only way to take down Pac-Man is with ghosts. You want ghosts? These are your ghosts. Let's hit it! Don't tell anybody I killed the Smurf. Incoming! Ow, he's going to eat you! We got this. If we don't, the world ends. to take the battle to them. Donkey Kong. One game you suck at. May I introduce to you the creator of Pac-Man. Professor Iwatani, what are you doing? I will talk to him. He's my son. Hello, my sweet little boy. Look how big you've grown. It's so sweet. He's so sweet. You're a good boy. Somebody kill this And that was a trailer for Pixels, everybody. 
That was also almost the entire movie for Pixels. Yeah. Um. So this movie uh, is here's the IMDb logline for those of you curious. When aliens misinterpret video feeds of classic arcade games as a declaration of war, they attack Earth in the form of video games. This is directed by Christopher Columbus. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Adam, starring Adam well, Sandler. I mean, well, he's done some good stuff in the past. I mean, look, I'm going to refer to you to, uh, you know, uh, High Fidelity as the sins of a former, you know, great thing. Fucking Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Michelle Bonham, Peter Dinklage, Josh Gad, a handful of other people. Uh, Brian Cox, weirdly. <laughs> Sean Bean, weirdly. Um, mm-hmm. So this movie uh, did not make exactly what we'll call a splash at the box office. It did come in just behind Ant-Man. Like, Within a million dollars. Yeah, but how That's many? Well, it was like 20-something. That's like whatever. ridiculous. A ridiculously low number. For it the, is. For a first week. Nobody um, came out to see any of this. <laughs> well, here's... Okay. Do you want to talk about the movie first? Do you want to talk about this reaction video first? Let's talk about the, let's talk about the movie. Look, here's the okay. thing. Well, no, let's talk about the reaction, because I'm going to lead that into my reaction. Okay, so there's a guy on the internet. What was his name? Doc. Uh, I was gonna say Doctor Dan Do, but that's the other show that hates me. Doctor Bob. It's Movie Bob. Movie Bob. But I like to call him a generic soda name. Yeah. Um, It's good. So no, this guy he puts up this video and it's like it's kind of gone a little viral. And you know, congrats to him for fucking making something that people have latched onto, even if you know. Um. He goes crazy. I mean, this is a guy who I think thinks of himself as a high-minded critic, uh, but yet has the name Movie Bob, and there's an American flag in his name, like, you know, fucking so much stupidity. Like he's a fucking political candidate. Yeah, it's just, I I don't understand it, and it's kind of odd. Anyway. But, why are people watching this video because this guy, he goes on the giant rant about how this movie sucks and you're the dumbest motherfucker in the world if you watch it and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And um, he does have one clever line about uh, about calling this uh, this. Uh, what is it? He says this isn't a movie. It's a crime scene. Yeah, That's I feel like I've heard that before, though. But uh, yeah, um, he. Here's just a visceral about, reaction like, to this movie. And then, you know, but I, I saw I I saw this movie because I try to stay away from as many reviews and stuff before I see the movie and kind of form my own opinion. Yeah, I, I before I went to see Pixels, I listened to like the first minute of that thing because uh, a friend of mine who's a former student, she like shared it on my page. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, is movie Bob right? Like, let, let's start there. Did you did what did, is this? Is he right? Is this the like you know god awful abomination that he makes it out to be? You know what I'm gonna say. You loved it. You, you know that <laughs> what I'm going to say is I have watched both Mordecai and Black Hat this year. Yes, and both of those movies mm-hmm. I hated more than Pixels. No, I'll, I'll agree. I'm not even going to mention Paul Blart uh, as one of those things I hated more because that is just something that goes without saying. Uh, of which, of which, in Movie Bomb's review, he specifically points out about how this is much worse than Paul Blart, Paul Blart Mall Cop, and to I, that I say, you are wrong, sir. I think he is a crazy person. Uh, if that's actually in there, that's um, in there because I I didn't go back and watch uh, that much more of it, um, mostly because like. 
like here's here's the thing about pixels right um it's not very good it's it's maybe the worst blockbuster i've seen this year okay and and i'm using that in like the very specific terms that the industry would say. The amount of money with which it was spent on this film and the advertising budget and all that kind of jazz. budget, the high concept nature of it, right? Uh, Star power, that sort of thing. I mean, this was based Um, off a short from some guy from some place that had zero to do with the movie that we see. Yeah, and that short's great, by the way. It's it's, it's cool looking, but it it has zero to do with this movie. Uh, Well, except that every major set piece shows up in that short film. Well, yeah. So they're like, okay, uh, we have four, we have like six points of of uh, art direction that mm-hmm. we can use. That I guess that they had to pay him for. <laughs> uh, but, but in any case, so uh, like, you know where this movie really goes wrong is uh, for some reason. Now, now I can't remember the details. I was reading that at some point, Chris Columbus, who mm-hmm. uh, like got on board really early with this project, right? Um had other studios interested in financing and producing this film. Okay. Like pretty much all of them. Right. So let's say like Warner universal and Fox, right. Mm -hmm. Interested in making this film. Uh, maybe not Fox, probably paramount. Let's be honest. This is not anything Fox would touch. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. But, but so he had three or four other studios ready to back this movie. He decides, you know what? I'm going to go with Sony which is misstep number one because their track record has been stupendous as of late. Yeah. Uh, and then two, I'm going to go with happy Madison and Adam Sandler, who also has been knocking them out of the park. Yeah. And so who gets to write this film at this point? Well, it's no other than good old Tim Hurley, who has written every fucking Adam Sandler movie, except for like grown ups, The first one, he wrote the second one. Yeah. Uh, and so that tells you something about it right there, Some right of off. Those the good. Bat. Some of those very, very bad. Uh, yeah. So already though, you have at this point in Sandler's career, I'm going to say like a 60% chance that the movie's going to suck because this guy's attached to it. Yeah. Right? He's, he's got more misses than he's got hits at this point. Let's be mm-hmm. frank. Um, but that said, there are moments in this movie that are very Adam Sandler esque that are maybe the one, the one, like one or two good bits that work in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the movie just, it is kind of a mess. Uh, it, I mean like, you know, it, it has a very simple story, so that's not the issue. It's just kind of hit or miss with the joke structure. Um, I don't know. It's not the worst Adam Sandler movie that I've seen in the past six years. So yeah, you know, I'll at least say that. Uh, what did you think, though? It's I mean, not it, look. Like, I think that I think that the movie Bob thing set a precedent because it was very early. Yeah. And so a lot of critics have come down really hard on this movie, um, to the point that it's kind of just a like a blood sport right now, right? Yeah. Like, how bad can I trash pixels? Uh, but the reality of it is that it's just kind of like pretty bad, but it's not aggressively bad, like some of the other stuff that's come out this year. No, you're a hundred percent correct. And that's the, that's the problem 
with critics today is, number one, they can all say whatever the fuck they want. They are a bandwagoning bunch of bitches, and I'll call you that right to your fucking faces, every single one of you. I will, because you love doing that shit, and it makes you... And here's a problem that I have, and, and, you know, and, and doing this as a guy who, who has two shows where he reviews movies, and I, you know, I, I would never go so far as to call myself officially a critiquer I would, or a critic of any sort. I'm a podcaster who reviews movies. I like them. I don't know if I go so far as to call myself a critic. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not at this point because nobody's paying me. If somebody pays me, maybe I'm a critic. I don't know. Well, t- technically they pay me a little bit of money for Hero Movie Pod, but whatever. It's, that's a break even point at this <laughs> this juncture. Uh, so, but the thing is, it, these people are. What was that fucking movie I saw? I think it was on Netflix or something that was about movie reviewers and how, like, and here's the thing. While watching that, you kind of go, oh, wow, what a really cool job. And at the same time, you also watch that movie and just go, half of these fuckers don't even know what they're talking about because they, they don't deserve the jobs that they have. They started out as the restaurant reporter and then the movie critic of the of the newspaper died. And, you know, this person who has zero knowledge in film now suddenly becomes the film critic. And then they are the tastemaker for the particular town with which papers well, movie critic died. I mean, let's that I think that's true of of the majority of them. But there are also very good film critics that come out of that background. No, right? I'm not saying uh, that they're not. I'm not yeah. I'm not I'm not it's not a blanket statement, but there's more often than not, I will say. Okay. I, that's not I'm not I I'm not agree with that. I'm not blanking it as an every person statement, but I'm saying more often than not those people are schlubs who really don't fucking know anything and have over the years gotten themselves a high idea of themselves and the, the quote unquote their art of which it's an art that they have zero talent for that they couldn't do themselves even if you know they were given a billion dollars and you know all access to everything that they could possibly need um so it's it's really untalented people you know pointing fingers at people that are at least in some monochrome talented um Pixels is not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. Is it an abomination? Fuck no, it's not. There's there's enough to be had in this movie. Like, and I'm not I'm not defending this movie, saying it's a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. But people talked about this thing like like Paul Blart was fucking Lawrence of Arabia in comparison. Yeah. Fuck oh, yourself. Yeah. This movie is is bad, but it is not so god awful bad that I felt like killing myself at the end of it, which I damn near did at the end of Paul Blart. Here's here's the weirdest thing about this movie, and I think the major problem with it, honestly, is that it's PG thirteen, mm-hmm. but it's it's also just totally a kids movie, right? Like like uh, I saw it with a theater full of kids, yeah. Like not even adults were like you know it wasn't teenagers in the fucking audience. It was a bunch of kids going to see it, and so the. The weird parts where it, like, you know, there's a little too much cursing for young kids. Um, just weird Adam Sandler sex humor stuff. Yeah. Uh, that I think if it were not in there, this film were PG, it had been marketed and perceived as a kid's movie. I don't think that people would have been that down on it. That's the problem. Because the kids, the kids that I saw it with in the theater, and there were a ton of them, liked it. They, they were having a good time, uh, you know, and I, and I do think you have to like judge that a little differently, right? Like, like this is an okay kids movie that just has, uh, like a little too many shits and goddams in it. Yeah. Uh, well, to me, the, <laughs> so to me, the big discretion. thing, yeah, to me, the big thing is this though, is, is ultimately it doesn't feel like this movie knows who its audience is. 
because none of these kids really, really know any of the video games that are being referenced from 1985. None of these people know that. They never grew up playing these games. They're right. children. And yep. you know, they may know, they, they know tangentially of Donkey Kong and Pac-Man, but none of them ever played these fucking games, all right? These kids right. have never stepped foot inside of an arcade. You know, at the most, the most maybe a Chuck E. Cheese. That's about as, as far into an arcade as these kids have ever gotten. Uh, so there's stuff that's there for the uh, like. It's not adult enough for the adults to enjoy it, and it's not kids enough and 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 relatable enough for the kids that are going to you know ultimately be the watchers of this movie. Yeah, this is an well, odd PG-13 movie that really doesn't cater to either crowd well enough in order for it to be what it should be. This right. should either be like a hard, like you said, a P- nice PG movie for the kids to go watch and enjoy, and it could be whatever the fuck, or it needs to be a hard kind of Seth Rogen, you know, R-rated movie. Or just know like what jokes it wants to go for, right? Right? Because because I, I like even if it's not a hard R, like the PG thirteen ness of this film is not even in the jokes. It's literally just the language. Yeah, shitty language, right? really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that really is it. Um, and it's a weird, weird thing. Uh, this combination of of generations. Um. But, it's weird because you know, it's I like think, all the uh, cast members do well enough. I think this is a great. I think this. I don't want to say great. Maybe that's maybe too harsh. Maybe too nice of a word. But it's a decent Kevin James performance. He's a little understated for what he kind of normally does in these types of films with Sandler. Um, I actually think all of the performances are just fine. This yeah. has it has it has joke problems. It has uh, it has story issues. Tonal in yeah. And tone issues, and those come from the screenplay. Uh, my my friend uh, William Bibiani over at uh, Crave Online actually, I think, said the most salient thing about this. He said uh, in his review that it was a it was a movie made for gamers that knows nothing about video games, or no. by people that know nothing about video. No, games. I, I see that. Yeah, and and I like. I get the sense that I mean, definitely, I don't think Chris Chris Columbus knows a fucking thing about video games, but that doesn't matter because the film looks fine, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the problem is that the screenwriter Tim Hurley, uh, the people at Happy Madison, and for some odd fucking reason, the producers at Sony uh, have no idea what like about nerds. Donkey and, Kong uh, cheat codes. So yeah. Um, and so it's just, uh, it's just fucking this Whew. weirdness. Uh, so uh, all in all, it's not terrible. I will not recommend it. It's not good no. either. It's, it's just, it's bad, but it's, it's just regular. It's, bad. it's not it's the not. dying fetus on the floor that, you know, the world would make you out it out to be. No. And, and, uh, I was a little honestly like disappointed going in that I, that I didn't hate it more because of how, how, shitty everybody talks about it yeah i mean you, you want to at least revel in how bad something is but when it's not even as bad as everyone's saying you know it's it's not bad you know what i really would have liked to see though what's that fuck all the video game stuff i like the conceit of you know adam sandler's character and 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 kevin james character grew up as kids and stuff they're all in the 80s that's all great wonderful water do whatever Mm-hmm. I like the idea of, I, I want to see a movie where, like, Kevin James, oddly, weirdly enough, grows up to be the president, which I kind of thought was a fun idea, and it's just like, and mm-hmm. he takes himself seriously, and Adam Sandler's his fuck-up buddy, and his, but I would have liked to have seen some movie that had, that dealt with some sort of weird relationship like that, 
where the president grew up in the 80s or whatever, and he was kind of, you know, a schlubby whatever kid and whatnot, and his buddy from back in the day, he, they're still friends. So take, take that one story nugget. Of- hey, yeah, take that story nugget. Fuck all the invaders from fucking, uh, you know, other dimensions or whatever the fuck. I think that story would have been interesting and could have been and could have made for some fun. I don't know. It just seemed like I, I wish I would have seen that as opposed to, you know, presidential detail that never watches the fucking president. <laughs> well, Just, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, look, it's not good. I don't recommend it. But it, it is it the biggest, you know, abomination this year? Not by a long shot, I don't think. Yeah. All right, with that, movie number two, here comes the trailer for Southpaw. I expected a hard fight, you know. Um, I put my family through a lot. you fight i get it let's go only now you've taken way too many hits before you get off you can't fight like that anymore think about her i'm gonna tell you something i love you i love you (laughs) so predictable man the light heavyweight champion of the world i wouldn't be here without my wife maureen Hey, Billy, why are you leaving so soon? Come on, keep walking. Baby, you ain't never been a real man. Billy, let that go. Let's go home. How about I take your belt? Billy, stop! Who took me in the No, 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 no! No, no, no! This court is aware of the tragedy your family has suffered, Mr. Hope. Nonetheless, you have chosen to demonstrate dangerous behaviors while having custody of your daughter. Dad? You need help, Billy. It'll be a year before your suspension is up, which means zero income. Legal custody of the child shall remain with Family Services until the father can demonstrate the abilities of a responsible parent. Please, please, I don't care. I'm sorry, please. Daddy, I'm going to stay with you. I want to live with you. You want me to come with you? No, man. I gotta do this alone. So what brings Billy Hope into my job? I'm looking for a job, maybe place a trade. You couldn't handle the rules here, man. I can't lose my daughter. I give you my everything. Somebody help me! Please! I know that you're mad at me right now. You I don't know. know anything. She doesn't want to see you today. Tell her I love her. Gotta let her hate you so she can get better. I am How'd you like to fight for that title? think that you could beat magic not without you i'm gonna fight again i'm gonna get my kid back what chance is there that hope could win the cause are stacked against hope they said billy hope can't make it billy hope is over this is your time this is your moment you can control your destiny That was a trailer for Southpaw, our second new release review of the week. Here's the IMDb logline. Boxer Billy Hope turns to trainer Tick Willis to help him get his life back on the tr- on track after losing his wife in a tragic accident and his daughter to child protection. Uh, protect- that's that's incorrect. It should be to child protective service, not child protection services. They're not the fucking you know, CIA. <laughs> Jackoffs. There you go, IMDb, knocking it out of the park. Is uh, directed by Antoine Fuqua, written by Kurt Sutter, who most people might know from Sons of Anarchy, uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Rachel McAdams, Una Lawrence, Forrest Whitaker, and Fitty Scent. Um, so this movie made, like, nothing much at the box office, right? Uh, I think it did okay. Yeah? 
It's in the top five. So this was uh, this it was more than our third new release <laughs> review this week. That's true. We're going down in uh, popularity. Uh, I mean, estimated, you know, 300, uh, 300, uh, 300 million for the budget. No, 30 million. I, I, I put another zero. This movie cost I'm like, million. Well, I'm like, where did that movie, where did the money go? <laughs> the CG rendering on Jill and Hall is <laughs> CG was fantastic. <laughs> Complete CGI uh, Jill and Hall throughout the entire program. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, thirty million, and uh, you know, opening weekend you're looking at sixteen. So I mean, maybe not a it's maybe not an utter disaster, but it's not. It, it ain't good. No. Um. So I, I wasn't expecting too much into this. Uh, in what little bit of research I did, turns out that like at one point or another, this was supposed to be a, an Eminem vehicle. Uh, he, he does well, have. I'm glad that didn't. Happen. He do. He does have two songs uh, in the in the soundtrack. Well, he is phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Which, by the way, phenomenal. I am not digging his phenomenal. his new stuff. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think about. Um, uh, so yeah, he yeah. this this is a washed up boxer story. Well, he's not washed up, not at first at least. Um, so he's just the guy who goes and kicks all the asses and stuff. And uh, you know, he's just I I, I kind of like the idea of he he has to get the shit beat out of him before he really starts fighting well. Uh-huh. Uh, we we've kind of seen a little bit of that before in other sh- in other stuff, but um. Uh, this movie's okay. It's not great. It's not awful. I mean, Gyllenhaal does what he can with this performance. I think it's. I, I think Kurt Sutter wrote a shitty script for the most part. Um, mm, I yeah, structurally, it's really fucking weird. Yeah, and sec and sections of the movie are really long that should not be really long. No, it feels like there's while, certain while things. Other stuff is just like, like that. What the last act, right? Which is like. <laughs> Which is the point where Forrest Whitaker's character, uh, is his name Tate? Taint. I know it's Wills, but, uh... Taint. I said Tate. Okay. Is it not? Is it Mike or some shit? Tick. That's what it is. Taint Wills. No, t- <laughs> not Taint. Tate. But it's Tick. Tick Wills, right? Oh, boy. So anyway, so Forrest Whitaker... So that whole section where Forrest Whitaker's character, uh, Wills, uh, like, agrees to train uh, Hope for the final is like 20 minutes of fucking screen time. Yeah. It's, it is, it literally is like, there's a, there's a charity match and then it is, uh, Hey, I saw you fight in that match. Up. You want to come back for the comeback? Yeah. So, you want to come back? And then there's like a four minute training montage. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so then final fight. Yeah. Basic, basic plot. So, you so, know, he's like, he's going, uh, so, uh, you know, Jillian Hall's character plays this boxer, whatever, yada, yada, yada. He's not given this, you know, young brash upstart, uh, his chance at the title or whatever. And, you know, supposedly he's like, Hey, you got to earn it. Yada, yada, yada. And, um, so like at a charity thing or whatever, he talks shit. And of course, you know, being from, you know, coming from nothing and everything, you boys, are always got your backs and and have guns. <laughs> so this guy, uh, you know, somehow or another, one of his boys or somebody's boys or some boys of some sort, end up uh, shooting Rachel McAdams. You see it in the trailer. It's not like a fucking spoiler or nothing. Um, but uh, I, first of all, you killed the most pretty looking thing in this thing. So good job on you for ruining that movie. Um, <laughs> but you don't get to know her well enough to really, you know, mourn her death. I think that's the that I think that's the biggest one of the biggest problems of this uh, of of the kind of tipping point for that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, there's not enough emotional investment, right? Like, no. here's it's the as much as I like the show, it's the problem I had with Sons of Anarchy as well, right? Is like Sutter is so focused on like this white masculinity in crisis kind of thing, okay? Right? Uh, that that Gyllenhaal's character goes through in the story arc that he doesn't build up enough of the support for caring about that story. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and sons of anarchy does that a little bit, right? Like, like the only person I ever really cared about in sons of anarchy was, uh, was Ron Perlman. Right. That's it. Like the, the whole main narrative arc, right. Jack's teller, uh, all that shit. Like I gave a shit about Clay Morrow and Gemma teller, right. His mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was it. Uh, <laughs> so like the, the real problem is like, I don't think Kurt Sutter as as much as I like the shield, uh, as well. Right. Like, I, I don't think he understands not white men in a way that make that like makes his stories work. Mm, okay. And, but yeah, it, it, he doesn't give it time. I don't think there's enough character development, right? There are some amazing moments with Forrest Whitaker in this movie that just like don't go anywhere. Yeah. Right. But because uh, of whatever reason, like he, like he has this laser focus on Billy Hope, but doesn't know what to do with Billy Hope because there are all these moments that need to be emphasized. Like, like the fucking kid, right? Hoppy. Right. Yeah. Uh, just kind of like shows up and there's some great shit. There's not enough done with that character for, for Sutter to like, then snatch some bits away from us. Right. Right. And And we're supposed to care. And sadly we don't really. And it happens the same with his wife at the beginning of the film. It happens with Hoppy right then. Right. It's just this weird, like building towards something that doesn't quite get there because, he he has this like need to return to like just just jake gyllenhaal's character right every single time which uh you know is partially storytelling 101 right like keep your focus on your main character but also without letting things breathe properly by rushing things that are that should not be rushed and then extrapolating things that should not take as long as they do um I don't think it serves it well. No, I mean, you, there's so many other things, and like, and here's the thing: this isn't a short movie. This is two hours and four minutes. Mm-hmm. This is not a short flick, and yet they don't spend enough time with with, with ancillary characters. I look, I, I'm, I, I don't, I never thought I'd say, boy, I wish Fifty Cent was in this thing more, but his character could use some fucking development. Let me ask you something, and and maybe this was in the script, and it's just been dropped. You know. Uh, when, when, uh, Rachel McAdams character Maureen gets shot, mm-hmm. we know that it's not Hall's friend, right? We right. know it's not his friend, even though he's the one that has his gun pulled because it cuts to some, uh, some of the other crew that have their guns pulled, right? Mm-hmm. There are also these weird hints dropped throughout the film that it was 50 cents character that, sh- that had the wife shot or shot her. Did you pick up on that? No, I didn't. Like, I didn't give this movie enough credit to do that. There are just like, I, look, I'm I'm just saying there are weird moments. I'm not saying that the movie has credit if if it's not intended 
It's borderline incompetence. And if it is intended, they dropped the fucking ball. Fuck you, Matt. Now I'm going to watch this goddamn thing again to see if that is a thing that happened. Because think about it, right? The whole reason that 50 Cent cares about anything is he wants him to sign that three-fight HBO contract, Right. right? Why does he not want to do it? Because his wife says no. Yeah. Okay. What happens immediately after that Bitch to gets his wife? Killed. She gets killed, yeah. right? He loses everything. And who shows up at his house? With what? A contract. By the way, you need to sign this shit. Oh, exactly. She ain't, she ain't here right, right now, by but the way. But there are like these weird moments. Nah, you're, like, you're not like, wrong. like cuts to faces and shit, right? Like, like, like they know. Somebody else did this, and it wasn't the guy that uh, that everybody says did it. But that'd have been interesting. Th- th- maybe they should but, have explored that a little more instead of hiding it from it, right? us. But yeah, that's the impression I got just from like how the reaction shots were cut together, and it, and it's fucking weird. It weirded me out the whole movie. I was like, surely they're going to resolve like who actually shot his wife. Yeah, and not only does that not go resolved, but there are hints dropped that they're going to resolve that visually throughout <laughs> the entire film. We're going to find your wife's and, murder room. No. <laughs> and uh, I, I really hope it was in the screenplay and then it just got edited out and, <laughs> and uh, Fuqua just didn't have alternate shots to use. But because if, if it was not in the screenplay and then Fuqua shot them, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah. And, and I like Fuqua enough right like like i'm always interested in what he's doing i really like training day really like equalizer shooter's good um he's also had some movies where i'm just like what the fuck are you doing right Uh, he's he's a very hit and miss guy for sure yeah uh but olympus has fallen specifically right (laughs) king arthur tears of the sun i'm just like what like you've got some of the some great flicks on your your belt but you've also probably got the same amount of movies where yeah. i'm just like you I, there's big and I there's think, turds there's for sure i think he just underbakes them in some way like like adds up it doesn't add up well the thing it, is is like and also when you go back and you look at his films none of them feel like his movies i don't know that he has a real altruistic eye well i i, I would not say that i think like he like he has very specific interests, right? I don't think it manifests visually, but I think he's interested thematically, which is a maybe thematically. Thing, right? Okay, yeah, I, I could might give you um, that. Uh, and and so like I get I get where he's coming from. I th- you know he has just a very mainstream visual style and aesthetic, and that's fine. I don't I don't mind that. I, but uh, I don't know. There's just something about this movie and several of his others where like he has all these great things. They just never, at the very end, add up. Really All that being together. said, Southpaw is the best movie I saw this week. <laughs> uh, I will say this though, um, as as you know, uh, Hall gives a good performance for what bit she's in it. Rachel McAdams does well. Forrest Whitaker does a commendable job as always. But to me, the the standout in this is the little girl, Ula Lawrence. Uh, she was really really good. 
Yeah, she's great. I liked her uh, a every, lot. I actually really liked everybody in this movie, but she did stand out, right? She like, was really She has some good. really heavy scenes that she carries very well. Yeah, you don't you don't feel like you're in the hands of, you know, an unexperienced child who can't pull this off. She pulls all of it off and pulls it off very, very well. And I was I was shocked. I was just like, "Wow, I don't know who this little girl is, but we need to we need to watch her." Mhm. Yeah, I really hope that she hasn't done like a bunch of uh I don't know, like Christian things or something. She probably hasn't. She would not have been in this. Movie. I was about to say, I don't think she'd have been in this movie then, because this is. Uh, this is but this I, very I just movie. hope she hasn't, because well, her career will go nowhere. Right. Hey, she's gonna be the next Disney princess. All right, uh, so let's get into our last new release review of the week. Here's the tra- wait, 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 wait. Oh, what? Should people see Southpaw? Mm-mm, it's a Netflix at best. Yeah, I'll say Netflix. I mean, it's not, okay. it's not, it's not god awful, but it's it certainly don't rush out and see it. No one else did, so you shouldn't either. Because and they, the, for once, the people were right. Uh, it's 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 fair at best. Mm-hmm. All right, here's a trailer for Paper Towns. Everybody, the way I figure it, everyone gets a miracle. My miracle was I wound up living across the street from Margot Roth Spiegelman. She was arguably the most gorgeous creature that God had ever created. Margot's life was a series of unbelievably epic adventures. Are you going to spend the rest of high school pining for this girl? As senior year drew to a close, Margot and I were practically strangers. Until this one night. What the? Margot? I need to borrow your car. What? I have nine things I need to do tonight. Can you just get your boyfriend to do it? Ex-boyfriend. My boyfriend has been cheating on me. Revenge plot begins. Not as weird as it looks. Stop. Can't believe you just did that. Take the picture now. <laughs> okay, now that was fun. I can feel my heart beating in my chest. That is the way you should feel your whole life. It's beautiful. It's a paper town. Paper houses and paper people. Everything's uglier up close. Aren't you? Are things gonna be different in the morning? I really hope so. Margot always loved mysteries. Maybe she loved them so much, she became one. She's gone. When was the last time you saw Margot? You were with her her last night. It has to mean something. There's something in Margot's window. She left little clues, like breadcrumbs. I found something. I think she's sending you a message. Come find me. We're trying so hard. You'll go to the paper towns, and you'll never come back. I think I know where she might be. I'm going with you. She's going. I'm, I'm definitely going. Take a risk. Stop playing it so safe. Maybe that's what she's been trying to tell me the whole time. What can I say? I'm on a mission. Hey! You love her, right? Yeah, I do. It's a miracle. My miracle is Margot Ross Spiegelman. All right, everybody, that was a trailer for Paper Towns, our last new release review of the week, IMV Logline. A uh, young man and his friends embark upon the road trip of their lives to find their missing, uh, find the missing uh, girl next door. It's directed by uh, Jake Scheidner? 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 I don't know. Written by John Green. It's based on some uh, book by the <laughs> Fault of Our Stars person. By that same guy, same dude, same guy, same guy. He did, but he did both the trailer or the the book and the thing. 
on screenplay? Uh, or no? Yeah, no I, don't know. I don't fucking know. Uh, Starring Nat Wolf, Carla. How do you pronounce this chick's name? She's been all over the thing. Delva, Delva Gandhi, Delva Bakasmaka. Hold don't know. on, let me. I can't pronounce shit. You know that. Austin Abrams, Justice Smith, Austin Sage, yeah. and, and, and a little of other people. Um, this is not uh, normally up you and I's alley, but uh, hashtag we watch everything. Um, so, and here's it. Now, did, you saw a Fault of Our Stars, didn't you? Uh, no. No? I've somehow, we do not watch everything. Okay. I thought you'd see, I thought you had seen that or something. Maybe I was wrong. Okay. No, I kind of, uh, on principle, kind of stayed away because, uh, I didn't give a shit. I didn't either, oh. but, you know, that's before we really started to bang out all these <laughs> fucking shows. <laughs> we really watched it all. Oh, yeah. Well, it came, it came out early last year, right? So, so yeah. we haven't been doing this. I mean, we're at a year, like, next, like a in the middle of next month, I think. Yeah, uh, right about. Um, anyway, uh, no, I didn't see Fault in Our Stars. I know people quite liked it. Uh, people, I think, were looking forward to this movie, although from the box office. Box office says otherwise. Tell- like, I, like I was telling you before the show started, or, or I don't know if we did it during, during the show, but I mean, there were a lot of, there were a lot of uh, young ladies in to see this thing uh, on Monday night, no less, at 7 p.m., so... I mean, it yeah, may I mean, pick I up a little bit come week number two. Audience, because I went, uh, I went yesterday at like one yeah, to see it. Right, so like nobody was <laughs> fucking there. Um, I don't know. Uh, okay, I want to. I want to ask you this. All right. Because uh, this has been a thing that I've noticed, and it has nothing really to do with this movie specifically. But it was, I first noticed it at this movie, and then. There was another thing later. Uh, so, so, uh, cause I, cause I, spoiler alert, went to see vacation today and it happened you again. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> so, so, um, and we'll talk about that on next week's episode. Next show. Uh, so before Paper Towns play, right? Trailer's done, nothing, uh, fucking thing comes down, uh, you know, put your cell phones away, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then, uh, instead of the movie starting, there is uh, just this fucking guy on screen hmm. standing there. And he goes, hi, I'm John Green. Okay, I have not seen this, so please go, and, do go. And I I wrote uh, Paper Towns, right? And he, like, thanks everybody for coming to see the film and <laughs> hopes that they enjoy screen. it and blah, 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 blah. And it's like... I don't know, this two-minute, three-minute thing before the movie with him talking about it. And the same thing in front of Vacation today with uh, Christina Applegate and Ed Helms. What's the, what's the, what's the, uh, what, what's the I, so, theater so brand you're going to AMC, see here? Okay. Because right? uh, I saw this at, I saw this at uh, Regal, so. So I don't know what to like it, it's annoying for one, like I'm already in the fucking theater, you know, <laughs> like, like just start the movie. I don't need this, uh, this personal message. It doesn't make me want to co- like come to your theater more. Yeah. Um, but AMC, uh, for whatever reason has also been doing this, uh, with, with trailers. its trailers. Yes. I don't like that fucking shit. What is the goddamn point? Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I was in this movie. I hope you like it. I think that's the point of a fucking trailer is to tell us that we probably might like the film. You idiots. Yeah. And, but it's, it's just at a point now where like, I'm, <sighs> I think I'm seriously going to start, uh, logging actual complaints with the company about like, 
we don't need the fucking actors to thank us for coming to the, th- the thing. Like we're there already. Yeah. Like it's, it's already annoying to have them tell us, Hey, I was in this movie. Here's the trailer. I hope you enjoy it. Those are bad, uh, but the, the, I, I've yet to see I, the one where they're in the theater, but, but I I'm feel I'm going to get it. the movie and Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for coming to the blog. Like, fuck you. That doesn't, I, it's so like, stupid. What do, that doesn't make any bloody sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's annoying. And, and to have this happen before a movie like Paper Towns where I was already like, just like, I really don't <laughs> give a shit about seeing this movie. Uh, it made me just really hard. Like that may have, able, that may have changed my opinion. You're, because, you're not wrong. But, but like I was able to put a face with the like, <laughs> fucking guy. You're the motherfucker responsible. Oh, I'd love to see the guy who's responsible for and, fucking uh, uh, pixels. <laughs> so it's just like, like, well, now I know how annoying the guy who came up with this fucking story is. And did uh, he give you a spiel about what it meant to him or something? Uh, there's, yeah, there was like like a little bit of shit in there. I don't know. Like whatever. Right. Uh, again, that's like, it's like like you're at a fucking festival or something. That's stupid. Uh, I don't know. It was just really annoying. So anyway, I get in, uh, watch that thing. The movie starts. Okay. Mm -hmm. He pops up in the middle of the theater and just goes, Hey guys, seriously. Fucking thank you. I'm here. Thank (laughs) you. Uh, I'm literally in this. I'm one going around to theaters. There's nobody right coming to see these, a, so <laughs> on a standard definition video camera that I stole from my high school in 1995. <laughs> um, no, uh, so so anyway, I do this. Movie starts, uh, and I really hate the first act of this movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't have anything to, to <laughs> like qualify like the first. The first act, the first like half hour. Well, when someone farts in up. your face just before you eat dinner, you're probably not going to no, enjoy no, no, the it dinner wasn't as even much. That, though, it was like, <laughs> like I really, I hated, uh, I hated everything about the first thirty minutes. <laughs> the acting, the cutesy way everybody was talking, the references to things that like high schoolers would never fucking talk about in their entire fucking lives as high schoolers. Um, the conceit that this girl knows what a fucking paper town is. Um, <laughs> and, and so I just like really started like out with a real raging hate boner for this movie. Uh, and you know, I will say by the, by the end I was okay with it overall, but I really did not fucking like the movie and, uh, Fuck this actress, man. She is oh fucking unwatchable. I think, <laughs> I think she's actually unwatchable. I like. I'm glad that she leaves the movie thirty minute, twenty minutes into it, and then doesn't show up until the last ten minutes, um, because I really fucking hated her. The way she was talking, her line delivery, uh, the way her face looked, uh, I just fucking hated the actress. And uh, so uh, I'm going to see her in a ton of shit coming up. And I know that's going to happen. Suicide Squad movie. Well, she's going to be in London Fields and she's in Pan and uh, just a whole bunch of shit that I know I'm going to see and be really excited to see. And then I'm going to have to like watch her say things weirdly um, and not act. Of course, it could have just been this movie. Uh, I, I will grant that. But I really fucking did not like her on screen at all. Period. 
Anyway, what were your thoughts, Adam? Uh, seems like maybe you <laughs> liked this movie. Uh, I I didn't hate it. I I didn't hate it. Um, it, it wasn't. Here's the thing. This movie uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, is not made for me. It's not made for a 33-year-old man, uh, but this movie is made for teenagers. And honestly, um, I, I think teenagers would do do halfway decent by this movie. Um, for for what it is, um, there's a lot of garbage out there for teenagers. I mean, this isn't like you know, high and mighty. The, um, it's not you know, it doesn't take itself overly seriously, I guess. But at the same time, doesn't play everybody like they're fucking idiots. Um, you know, it there's there's believable enough stuff. There's some things that are absolutely unfucking believable. Uh, but there are things that are you know the, uh, some of these situations interpersonally uh, between the characters are fairly believable. Um, I like the kids for the most part. Her, you know, I could take her or leave her. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't hate her like you did, but I didn't enjoy her. I I didn't get anything from her that made me go like, ooh, whatever. Um, you know. I think this kid, uh, this uh, you know, the Nat kid. I think he's good enough. He's he's okay. I mean, he's not amazing. The the guy I really liked was Austin Abrams, the kind of uh, quirky uh, friend. Mm-hmm. The little yeah, white he was kid. Good. I, I I liked him because like I fucking know cats like that. I knew cats like that in high school, so <laughs> like I could I could relate because I I know people. And um, but it, it's a coming of age film for kids that are like fourteen, fifteen years old. And you know, I mean, if you know. Depending upon you know whatever, you know I, I don't think we should have 14, 15 year old kids having sex, but you know those are the so but that's going to be portrayed in the film. So as long as your kids not you know know well enough not to go out and bang in the woods, uh you know it's it's okay. Seniors. Well, I know, I know, but I'm talking about the kids that are going to watch this. Okay, Adam, they're seniors. I know. So yeah, those three years of difference because that's senior. still a good plan because I'm sure that kid brought a rubber out to the woods. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when she turns up pregnant, uh, that'll be Paper Towns too, um, taking him down to you know uh, the clinic. Uh, so <laughs> this, I, it's not a terrible movie, but it is by no stretch of the imagination a, a good movie. Uh, it's a, somewhat of a little mystery. Uh, the, the, but the girl, there's no way anyone would ever be this goddamn clever. Um, and you know, I mean, I guess I I can I can understand it to a degree, but this guy who you know he kind of grew up with this girl a little bit. She kind of moved to town when she was like five or six or something. They hung out, you know, when they were kind of growing up a little bit and come high school. And other times they've just kind of grown apart over the years to where she barely notices them. She's in kind of the hip cool crowd or whatever. And then you know one day she finds out her boyfriend's cheating on her. There's been other people that are you know conspiring with this and all this kind of jazz. And she's like, hey, I got to go out and get some revenge. Uh, so she breaks into his place and just goes, hey, you know, I want you to come out and uh, you know have some mayhem with me or whatever. I need you to be the getaway driver and so he just kind of goes along with that but as you know guys are want to do oh the pretty girl that i've been pining over wants me to do stuff with her of course i'll do things with you uh goes out and does the things or whatever and then she just mysteriously disappears and then he decides that he needs to make his mission and he goes here's the big thing so this girl disappears her parents don't give a flying fuck about her yeah uh which i think is like disturbing um also totally believable i i guess (laughs) no that I will say that is probably the only believable thing about this movie because I also didn't give a shit. <laughs> but they they don't give a shit about her. They go off and she's just like, ah, she'll come back when she gets when she gets you know bored or runs out of money or something. And first of all, these kids all have access to a lot of money, and of course they have way more money. Of course, when you find out where they, when you see where they live, you 
fucking understand. <laughs> they probably got endless bank accounts. So you, you do. There is a. Um, it's very hard to feel uh, sorry for very upper middle class white kids to lower upper class <laughs> white kids. Uh, so it's a little tough to feel bad for them. But isn't that the weirdest thing about this? Honestly, is like uh, how rich like, all these kids are. <laughs> well, yeah, like very, very comfortably so to the point that the guy, right, the main character, I can't even remember his fucking name, uh, Q, right? Yeah. Um to the point that he takes his mom's van overnight Mm -hmm. and just drives to New York and calls her like the next day. Yeah. Basically gives her a cell phone call. Just to be like, Hey mom, we're just driving to New York with it. You're, yeah, it's all fine. And and the other kids, everybody's all it's everybody's cool in the gang with them at 18 years old. So much money that when they wreck the car, it doesn't matter when, right? Like, it's just, it's a fucking weird ass thing. There's not like, a lot, there's no stakes. It's not realistic at all. No. It is not realistic at all. It's not even, I don't know, man. I can't, like, I know that, uh, I know that when I was uh, in my teens, I watched some stupid shit that wasn't realistic. <laughs> but I will tell you this. Uh, everything that happens in Adventures in Babysitting <laughs> Uh, is more believable than this fucking movie is. <laughs> Inclu- including a kick-ass Thor helmet. Including meeting Thor, a, a man who might possibly be Thor. You don't know if he yes. is or he ain't, but he might be. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the biggest problem with this movie. Um, Margot Ross Spiegelman, which, by the way, should be a drinking game. Every time you say her entire fucking name, take a shot. You will be dead by the end of this film. You mean... You mean Margot Spiegelman? Jesus <laughs> fucking hell. First of all, it is just one of the most annoying names ever. Any The, the hyphen names, f- fuck you, you're annoying. If, and, uh, you know, it is just, it's the most, and I don't mean this pejorative, it's the most Jewy sounding name there is. Well, that's the point, right? <laughs> For like someone John, who doesn't look very Jewish. But, but I don't think that John Green is Jewish. Probably not. I don't think he is. And I think, like, he went with the name, right? It's like how... Uh, how like what's the weird quirk that we can give the black kid? Oh, how about his parents are collecting black Santa Claus? First of all, that's one of the most in, that's one of the best things in this movie. So I will say that's true, but it <laughs> but it like points to like the weird ass, like extremely white waspy shit <laughs> that this guy thinks is real in some or like relatable. <laughs> It's just fucking bizarre. I that was that's one of the, the the Black Santa collection is the highlight of that film for me. And of now, so for full dis, fun disclosure, um, Sean actually uh, from Hero Movie Podcast worked on that film, mm-hmm. and I fucking texted him right when I got out. I go, please God, tell me you found like you decorated the thing with all the Santas. He goes, it was one of the most fun things I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god! I'm like, that would have been the best. It's just like I like his parents collect black Santas and they're trying to get to the Guinness Book World Records. That's why he's never brought his girlfriend to the house. Is like it's just covered in black Santas. I don't know why it's funny. It's fucking funny. Um, but that was one of the highlights of the film for me. Really, <laughs> be honest. Uh, but here's the thing: Margaret Ross Spiegelman is a fucking asshole. All right. Yeah. She's an asshole to everybody. She's kind of a piece of shit. And I understand, like, you know, stupid young love or whatever. And, like, maybe he, like, the better part of this could have been at the end when he was just really like, you know what, you know, thinking back on it after all these years, 
you know, she, she definitely was a would have been a terrible choice for me because I see how much of a vapid person she was. Because she really is. She's a self-centered piece of shit who is is spiteful, is you know, kind of a dickhead, and one of the most self-centered people that you'll see in movies for some time. And thinks of nothing but herself, and just like, well, it's just it's just me. It's that freewheeling fucking bullshit attitude that's just like, go fuck yourself. You're not so fucking special. You're you going to sit there in that tiny little fuck town that you went to, fucking waitressing at a goddamn fucking Waffle House, so, doing nothing for the rest of your life, so and you'll think you you're being an independent not, woman. But didn't you just get the sense that, like, when John Green wrote this novel, like, five years ago, it was right after uh, the... the that one guy who is now regret, like said he's regretted uh, using this term because, or creating the term because people just misuse it and have misinterpreted it. Right. The manic pixie dream girl guy. Okay. Don't you think that maybe John Green just uh, was like, ah, manic pixie dream girl. That's what I'm going to do in my next book. And then he just like did it, but completely not even, not only did he base it on a concept that the guy who coined the term says was a limited thing that he had noticed in like a few movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, not only that, but he also just misinterpreted the type. It's like, and also that's not necessarily a good thing. (laughs) Right. Uh, and, uh, but here's yeah. the, here's the, I just I can't I, 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 I didn't really like any of the characters other than the friend like the one friend I didn't like any of them I didn't think any of them were realistic except for the one guy who uh, is so unbe- unbelievably stupid or the, actually that's that's not a lie I really liked the girl that he ends up with as well that's Margot's uh, like best friend yeah those two motherfuckers can act yeah those Everybody those two were the best actors movie is just like well. Oh, the radar uh, kid's okay, but he's not whatever. he's not doing much. No, not at all. Um his girlfriend sucks though. She was bad. But uh I just like I, I I don't know. I just I didn't like this movie. Uh I didn't hate it by the end. I really started out hating it, like like almost walking out hating it. <laughs> uh kind of kind of uh, thing, but I I was like, you know, this has to get better uh from here once this girl is no longer in this because i knew what the story was right because yeah. i'd seen a trailer uh, uh like once she's gone this has to be okay <laughs> and then it was just like okay uh so that's where i come down on it uh i don't give a shit if you go and watch this movie you 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 won't no one did it made like 12 million dollars now nah, if you're a 14 year old girl you, you know you'll probably dig it or whatever and you know, I I think in a small way, uh, maybe younger dudes should probably see this too to think to to realize the fact that like, hey, that girl that you're pining over high school probably not what you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's the Fair thing. Enough. But you know, like I said, not not egregiously terrible, but certainly you know, you're if you're not the audience, don't fucking watch it. So because you're just you're not gonna care. Yeah. All right. So uh, next week, somebody's already seen a movie from next week, you sneaky so-and-so. So we're going to be reviewing uh, Vacation, uh-huh. uh, so the new kind of spinoff, if you will, of uh, of the Chevy Chase. Uh, it's a sequel. I mean, well, technically, I mean, yeah, sequels slash spinoff, because, you know, obviously they want to say, how quickly can we get rid of Chevy Chase and never have him in anything again? It is, it is a direct sequel. But uh, wouldn't it be? I'm just gonna say that. Wouldn't it be hilarious if if they go by tradition and fucking uh, (laughs) and the next movie it ain't Ed Helms? 
Ooh, that would be great. I mean... Because they changed Rusty's in all the films. Wouldn't it be great if the next movie we had someone completely different? We had Brad Garrett. (laughs) I also just like the idea of, like, uh, of just somebody, like, maybe replacing uh, his sister, Audrey, each time. So, yeah, just a new, different... Audrey, yeah. every time, every time, I want to uh, see that. That's keep to that well, tradition, anyway, we'll, and I'll we'll be talk done. about the ins and outs of that. So, so vacation and uh, Mission Impossible, and of Mission course, Impossible. there's there's a lot of other things, little small things opening up around here, and uh, we'll probably talk about those too. Um, so a lot of fun. Yeah, stuff. We'll, we'll see. I'll be I'll be in Charleston this weekend, so I'll see what I can fit into my uh, not doing anything. I'll you know <laughs> figure it out. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Matt, until next week, sir, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week? So for those of you who uh, did not listen to the first five minutes of the podcast, you can follow me at, uh, at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith. Uh, you can also look me up on Tumblr, conspiracymediatheory.tumblr.com. Uh, you know, I, I do regularly update that thing. Today, I think I did not. I apologize. Mm. You it's son of a bitch. For, the, uh, for me. For you guys, it'll be like tomorrow. <laughs> and most of you don't give a shit anyway. Anywho. Some of them do. Some, there's a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, you can always follow this podcast at the Film Find on the tweets. And uh, subscribe to the show. Review us on iTunes, why don't you? That'd be nice. And, of course, uh, my other podcast, Hero Movie Podcast, at HeroMoviePodcast.com. This week, we review The Punisher from 1985. Little Dolph's balls hanging out there for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and twice in that film. So, uh, <laughs> I like I like that you guys Mr. Skinned it for, for Dolph's balls. Dolph's balls. Um, or Frank's beans, as I call them in the podcast. <laughs> which was, I was very proud of myself. That was on the fly. Very proud. It's also family friendly. It is exactly. That's a family friendly it podcast. Is, it is also a uh, a joke um, from uh, from the Fairley Brothers. I was referring to Frank Castle. So <laughs> I know what you I honest to God didn't come <laughs> in my mind. Anywho, uh, so that's it. Uh, we'll we'll see you next week for all these things. For Matt Smith, I'm Adam Portress. Uh, you know, do the, do the thing, everybody.
that's the end of that. Good Woo. grief. Whew. Boy, Ooh, I tell you what, it. I hope next week is going to be better. I'm, I'm excited for Mission Impossible, honestly. I'm going to go see that thing in the IMAX and everything. I've heard amazing things. I am. Like, I just, I fucking in love the them. series things. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, that's From tough people to, who I would trust to say those things. Hmm, that, we'll that's see. tough to do because I'm like, I, I'm a big fan. I, and yes, I'm going to say it of all of them. I even like John Moose. A lot of people well, don't, but I, I, don't. I, I dig it for what it is. It's I'm a, with the majority in that one. I mean, I like. I mean, I like it as a John Woo movie. Is it a great Mission Impossible movie? Maybe not so much. Is it a fun John Woo type movie? Yes. Is it lesser John Woo? Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. But well, I that mean, being lesser said, compared to what? Like Broken I mean, Arrow, Hard Boiled, or uh, wait, which one? Hard Boiled or fucking The Killer or you know even yeah yeah, yeah but I mean, if we're thinking like really lesser John Woo, right? I mean, like, like well, I mean, no, we're no, talking no. Broken Arrow. Um. Hard target. I, I, I would say I like it more than Broken Arrow. Uh huh. Yeah, I'd say I'd put the I'd put it there. I'd put it okay. above Broken Arrow. Yeah. All right. It's not it's not Face Off, but it's it's it, but it's not Broken <laughs> Arrow either. I fucking love Face Off. God damn, I love Face Off. I like that in Face Off they also change bodies. I face- because otherwise. They would be completely. That's different what's heights. so great about Face Off is that like that is the type of science fiction that I enjoy, where it's just like you know what this doesn't make any sense, but fuck you, but fuck you, <laughs> and it's just great. They just kind of roll with it, and it is what it is, and there you go. I'm I'm all for that. Doesn't matter that there's a giant height discrepancy, a weight discrepancy. They kind of sort of get a little bit at the weight thing, but they're like, nah, fuck it, who cares? <laughs> Fair enough. They're like, shut up is what is is what happens. But uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm interested to see Tom Cruise fucking dangle from a fucking airplane, fucking you know, ten thousand feet in the air, of which I saw that they did like ten times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Jesus, say what you will about the man. I don't he, say very much other than I enjoy his movies. He most fucking of the time. he he just fucking lays it out there, man. <laughs> Tell me another fifty plus year old actor that would fucking do the crazy shit that that guy does. And is, is he crazy? Well, the answer is yes, and, because he, and, and these, I mean, if you've seen Going Clear. He's death-defying things and Going Clear. Those things are all nuts. <laughs> I would say his stunt work, less nuts <laughs> than anything. I, I liked how in Going Clear, they showed that thing, like the video and stuff, but they like, they presented that like as if, as if 4chan didn't find that like five years prior to when they claimed to have discovered it. I'm like, I saw that on 4chan when I was working back in news and that yeah. was like 06 or something. They claimed to have like just uncovered it recently. I'm like, I saw that thing way back when. That was, that was a, that was a B thing from way, way back. So, well, you know, I don't blame people for not uh, not cruising for chance. No, okay. Anything because, Fair enough. Uh, I mean, basically, look, it's not a bastion it, of hope. I'm not going to say it's that. No, I'm just, <laughs> well, especially now. I haven't I haven't <laughs> I been there in a like, long time. I think arguing uh, anything good about 4chan in the past, uh, I don't fucking know, like five years. I don't know. You is, got a credit anonymous with doing crazy shit. That's fun. Oh, anonymous, yeah, but uh, well, that all stems the, from there. A lot of the other, yeah, a lot of them are, but a lot of the other bullshit that 4chan, like fuck those guys. Oh, fuck. you know, no, you're not going to get an argument from me on, on on a lot of that shit, no. So, but uh, you know, and I think I can't blame people for not 
<laughs> not crediting them. Well, no, I mean they just act like it was only just uncovered then, and it's like, well, it's actually been around. I mean, not not just 4chan, but obviously it's gone to other parts of the uh, internet. But it's just they they acted like, oh, we just discovered this like two years ago. I'm like, that's like ten years old. That that thing. Well, they just discovered it. Well, two they're years fucking ago. stupid and slow. <laughs> My dumb well, ass know, get, sitting there at four o'clock in the morning like at a news station so found I'll, it. So I'll share stuff on uh, on Facebook or something, and uh, like inevitably, one or two of my friends who are on Reddit all the goddamn time were like, "Yeah, I saw that like three three months ago on Reddit." Oh, redditors are the worst when it comes to shit like it's that. It's just like I think I think it was one of those comments that prompted me one day to quip online that uh that uh, people who spend all day on Reddit are a lot like people who who uh, do CrossFit because they're going to fucking let you know they were on Reddit. No, you're not wrong there. They they, they are they, the CrossFit of the internet, and uh, I don't mean that in the way that CrossFit is getting healthy. No, you mean just that like, <laughs> hey, bro, guess what I do? It's like fucking A, you've told me a billion times I don't yeah. fucking care anymore. Dude, that thing's old. I saw it on Reddit. You don't. Uh, well, you do great. exercises I, I with no form. I understand. People like you are on there. <laughs> bags like you like a girl was fired and you all got up in arms it's like get up in arms about things that matter god damn it well whatever a girl was fired heaven forbid anyway. uh, what a downer thanks matt that's it <laughs> thanks so, for listening join us next week uh, join us next week uh, question mark <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>